0: Welcome to I Am More, a podcast for survivors that advocates for all things mental health by highlighting stories of trauma and triumph. I'm your host, Jocelyn Vaughn, and today we're going to talk about surviving the holidays. We'll highlight why this season can be challenging for so many and share practical tips to help you move forward. A few housekeeping rules before we get started. I am not a clinical therapist, nor am I pretending to be. I'm simply a survivor on my own recovery journey, sharing insights from the lived experiences of myself and my guests in an effort to help others. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. And as always, we encourage you to seek the appropriate medical attention as needed. Okay, icons, let's get right into it. Icon surviving the holidays. You know, there are a lot of different reasons why the holidays can be beautiful, but there are also a lot of different reasons why they can be stressful. So, for some, the holidays can be like busy and overwhelming because we're spending so much time craving to make it meaningful but we get lost up in the logistics and sometimes the family politics, if we're honest, of what special looks like and what it's supposed to be and mean. So today we're gonna dive into how do we survive it as survivors of trauma? What are we working through? What does that look like? And what can we do to just improve the process and be more intentional about enjoying the holidays? You know, that added pressure to shop and exchange gifts and, you know, just preparing to be around family is enough, right? That's enough stress. But then you talk about as a survivor of trauma, dealing with heightened emotions and feeling pressure to spend time with people. It might make you feel like homesick or nostalgic, you know, if you're unable to be with loved ones. And then in some cases, as survivors of trauma, whether that be, you know, abuse, childhood sexual abuse, the list goes on. It can absolutely be more stressful to try to engage with individuals. You know, the National Sexual Violence Resource Center highlights that one in three women and one in six men in the United States have experienced some form of sexual violence in their lifetime. So just imagine on top of all the other financial strains and stress that come with the holidays, being a survivor and working through coping with the triggers that may come up, the difficult emotions that may arise during the holiday season. So one of the things, to just remember off top is to just focus, right? You want to keep in mind that your healing and peace are prioritized above all else. So this is paramount because beyond a holiday, this is what you need, right? So be sure to set yourself up for success by not expecting an ideal holiday, But creating one, right, Mm -hmm. creating new memories, making your own memorable experiences on your own terms. That's really what it's all about. Adopting different techniques to help you manage stress, manage anxiety, you know, practicing mindfulness and seeking the support from like your therapist or a spiritual advisor or a coach, maybe even some support groups, right? These are things that can definitely help you navigate certain components and aspects of surviving the holidays. So there are so many that can't even fathom the concept of not spending time with their families during the holidays. They're like, what are are you talking about? You're tripping. What do you mean? Of course, I'm going to be around my family for the holidays. But if you're like me, a survivor of childhood sexual abuse who was forced to look at their abuser or people that were complicit in said abuse during the holiday season, it might not be as easy. To to break into the mac and cheese To break into that turkey or ham Because it's not a celebratory occasion for you Right You're forced to be in an environment Where you are inherently uncomfortable As a result of things that happen And so it requires you as you get older You know and, and maybe even as a child, right, to have conversations with individuals about how you're feeling in preparation for these events or activities. So when you talk about setting those healthy boundaries, the main thing that you remember is that this is all about taking the breaks that you need. And again, establishing those establishing those boundaries. So when we talk about focus, right, you want to keep in mind that your healing and peace are the priority above all else. This is bigger than that one day that you're going to see your family. So you got to do an assessment and figure out emotionally, mentally, like mind, body and spirit, how am I feeling in preparation for this experience, right? You know, it's really about setting yourself up for success, where you can really enjoy a certain concept of peace. Right. By not having an expectation of the ideal holiday, but by creating your own memorable experiences. That's really what this is all about. So the next thing that you really want to really dive deep into is um, <clears throat> just say no. Yep. No. You know, in the last episode, I highlighted how no is a complete sentence. But it is also not a curse word. So do not feel obligated to attend every single event that you're invited to. You would be stretching yourself thin. What you really want to do is prioritize some key events that are meaningful to you. So this isn't just necessarily about the family gathering, but it could also be about all of those work events or going to the events with your partner or for your church or for your community, for your HOA. It's just a lot of different things. It's the end of the year. Everyone's trying to close it out strong. And what they do a lot of times to show appreciation and to give a you know, an excuse to just have fun, have a blast, right? They try to do some type of event and it normally involves a party type atmosphere, right? Where there is a gathering. But one of the things is you want to make sure you're not stretching yourself thin and that you're putting yourself in a position where you have peace and you're not ripping and running to and fro, okay? So it's okay to just say, you know what? I will not be in attendance this year, but I really do hope you all have a phenomenal event or letting people know I have other plans, but I really do appreciate the invitation. You know, it's super okay as well to not show up and indicate that you're not feeling well. After all, I always say like mental health is health. So sometimes people feel like if you don't have a cold, the flu, or these days COVID, that it's not an excusable absence, right? It absolutely is. If I say that, I am not feeling well because emotionally I don't have the bandwidth to put up with you today, to put up with your shenanigans today. That is absolutely okay. So remember, just say no. I will add like a quick little tidbit here that I have personally used as a best practice and maybe it'll help some of you. Like, so I don't always say no, I do say no a lot when it comes to being protective of my mental health and my peace, but. I have made modifications as I've grown on my healing journey in recent years by not simply just saying no, but I will attend, but put a limit on the time frame that I plan to attend. So it's really all about connecting with key individuals, um, the host of the event and letting them know like, hey, you know, I'd love to come, but I'm only going to be able to stay for two hours. I did this over the Thanksgiving holiday with my mom. That's right. I did. So. I was like, sure, I'll come for three hours. And when the timer went off at the three hour time frame, I got up and left, though things were peaceful and pleasant for the most part. It was just the fact that I chose to, in that moment, honor that boundary that was set. You know, sometimes I get that with family dynamics and like I said earlier, family politics, it might be more challenging, right, for you to say no. So maybe saying yes, comma, but is the better option for you, right? Just making sure that you say yes, but. I'm only going to be there for a couple of hours because I have somewhere else to be or I'm only going to be there a couple of hours because I have other things to do. None of that is a lie because protecting your peace is always going to be something else to do. People don't always, yes, even your family have to know the details behind the scenes of what you are working on, what you are navigating through. Super, super important just to bear that in mind, right? So like I said, just say no. Is this tip for holding that boundary and surviving the holiday? But for you, an alternative could be also saying yes, but just for the sake of your peace of mind. All right. So, again, managing those triggers, managing those difficult emotions, even just the preparation and planning. What can you do? So take breaks. Taking a break is a key thing. So even when I choose to go to a gathering, right, um, I often will have a best friend or just a close friend or a mentor or someone, two or three people in case some are busy on standby that I can check in with via phone call, via text, whatever it might be. You know, that's something that's really, really important as I move forward in my healing journey, just making sure that I'm really tapping into my village so that they can be additional support to me when I make that call. You know, so like I said, you know, should you decide to attend that gathering, don't be afraid to take a break. Sometimes it's let me grab my winter coat, winter scarf, you know, or wherever you are around the world, your weather may be a little different, but I have to step outside for a moment and just go for a walk. Let me walk up and down the driveway, up and down the street, you know, taking a moment to just walk around the block. I've done that before at a family gathering, Um, making sure that you have a friend or loved one on standby is key, though, right? When you're taking that walk, you may want to check in at that time via text or you may want to check in via phone call just to say like, hey, I need a moment to vent or hey, this is how it's going so far. You can give a positive report as well. It doesn't always have to be like, you know, a negative report per se when you're calling them, but just the concept of, again, honoring the boundary that you've set for yourself and checking in and taking a break when you need to. Um, I had a cousin years ago that at family gatherings, he would always be on standby when I needed him and he could almost tell by my body language and the look on my face that I needed a break. And so he would just say, hey, because you want to go outside and take a walk? Because I would... I would just be in a place where I was about to erupt because people would be saying the most ignorant and sensitive, disrespectful things as it relates to someone's healing, survivor's journey. And it was just so full of stigma and ignorance. I-, I would just reach my cap very quickly. So it would require me to say, hey, everyone in this room isn't responsible for what I've experienced or gone through. However, I do just need to take a break from the environment, right? So that I can gather myself, get back grounded and centered, get my composure. Maybe I need to go pray. Maybe I need to go meditate. Maybe I just need to go chill out in my own vehicle for a minute, right? Maybe I need to go take a ride around the block in my own car. Whatever works best for you. That's really what it's all about. So self-care is um, going to be a key component of this. You know, one of the key things in your planning process in preparation for getting ready for this family gathering during the holidays is to just plan what you're going to do for yourself when you come back from the holiday event, right? What are you going to do to decompress? You know, is that going to be journaling for you? Is it going to be diving into a Netflix docuseries? Is it going to be a hot bubble bath? Is it going to be scheduling a massage for December 26th? Whatever works for you. It's all about tapping into self care so that you can be prioritizing ongoing the care of self. I mean, it sounds cliche. And like I said, sometimes those words, you know, they get trendy. And so it feels like it diminishes the meaning of it a little bit. But no, self-care is a lifestyle. It shouldn't necessarily have to always be an appointment. We have to learn, particularly as survivors of trauma, to prioritize taking care of ourselves. That's really what it's all about. That's the best way that it's going to be in terms of managing stress, managing anxiety. You know, in addition to just preparing for the family holiday or gathering, You know, a a practice of self-care could be setting a budget for whatever gifts you're planning to buy and sticking to that budget. Like budgeting is a form of self-care. I'm not going to overextend for the sake of family politics or looking good because I've I'm going to honor the budget that I've set for this season. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. It's not always... The easiest decision to make, but super, super important, remember to prioritize that. So sometimes that taking a break might even be before the event, and it may be about taking a break from shopping, right? It might be taking a break from the clicks online or taking a break from going into the stores just for the sake of. Honoring, you know, what budget you've set for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones. That is a form of self care too. So again, set that boundary with yourself as it relates to that because what you don't want to be encountering is more stress and anxiety on the back end if you have all your credit cards due at the top of the year or your account is just tapped out because you really wanted to um, do it up and buy gifts for every single person. You know, sometimes we're able to, sometimes we're not. And a lot of times it may not even be about if I've got it from a fiscal standpoint, right? It could just be, I don't have the bandwidth to be in the stores with all these people shopping. That's a real thing, you know, that can often increase anxiety as well. So that's something to think about. So the last tip and best practice that we're going to highlight as it relates to surviving the holidays, you know, that last tip really is centered around be good to you. That that's really it. Not just during this holiday season, but in general, right? Give yourself full permission to feel whatever it is you're feeling surrounding the holiday, surrounding the family gathering, right? And then, help manage and navigate it with the support of your village, whether that's your therapist, a best friend, a family member, a coach, you know, a spiritual advisor, like I said earlier, whatever it might be for you, it's super, super important to just make sure that you're allowing yourself the opportunity to feel what you feel so that you can manage it better, manage it well. It is also wise not to like, overanalyze, right? Your interactions with others. So you're going to be doing things differently, right? It is not normal often to tell family members, no, um, sad, but true. It is, it is an expectation for, it's kind of like you better be there, right? Um, so it's not normal. I am not by any means saying that for me over the years that this has been easy, no way. It's just that it's what I had to do for where I was in my healing journey at the time. And so that's why it was key as I prepared to move forward, you know, even brighter, higher and greater. This was a requirement for me. It wasn't optional, even when it wasn't easy. But you have to figure out what works best for you. What is what is the best possible outcome for you as it relates to the decisions that you make. Like I said, no is an option sometimes, but please remember the yes, but yes, comma, but it's, it can be so freeing, right? It's just so important when you're wrapping up the concept of being good to you, that you focus your energy on taking care of you and enjoying not just the holiday, but every single day. You know, one of the things that we've got to get used to is the mere fact that it is okay for you to take care of yourself first. You know, the creator really, like God really began to check me years ago about prioritizing myself, right? How I can't even be an effective servant to the world, right? An effective advocate, an effective professional, you know, sister, mother, daughter, whatever. I can't be effective at any of these things if I'm not prioritizing taking care of me. Because how in the world, you know, as I've heard a Van Zant say, can you pour into someone else's cup when yours is empty? Bone dry. You know, it's it's just not possible. So remember it's okay to take care of yourself first. No one else is living inside your body. No one else is dealing with your thoughts and feelings and experiences. The key thing to remember is that you are your greatest advocate you So icons, as you prepare to make your plans to approach December 25th and beyond, make sure that you're tapping into your network for support. Make sure that you're having a plan for self-care set up and that you're putting the boundaries in place that work well for you. But make sure more than anything that you are prioritizing your emotional, mental, and physical health for the sake of long-term wellness and optimal healing. Healing is an ongoing journey. It is never a a one-off. So it's taking it day by day. It's taking it moment by moment. And that's the piece that you have to remember when you're talking about surviving the holidays and navigating this season. Know that you deserve it and that you are worthy no matter what the world tries to tell you. Remember, you are more than the worst thing you've ever experienced and more is already inside of you. All right, it's time for us to get out of here, icons. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please share, rate, and review the podcast so others can find us. And follow us on your favorite social media platforms at I Am More. That's E Y E A M More. To so make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to the show wherever you listen. And lastly, remember, make it a great day and lead with love because we are all survivors of something and you never know the storm behind someone's story.